Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Video Games Now podcast number eight. We're going to follow up with the video that we released on YouTube uh, yesterday morning, which was a uh, commentary for the Nintendo Direct, which was very, very exciting. But this is the podcast where we're going to follow up, uh, share more more of our thoughts and our concerns, I guess, with uh, some of the games coming out. Mark will not be joining us today. He had some sort of thing to deal with, so uh, we will excuse him for that. Uh, we're joined by Cole today instead. Hello, everybody, again. Thanks for having me back. Yes, and uh, of course, we're joined by the uh, witty and gritty jack of all trades of gaming, Will. Hey, how's it going, everyone? All right, and uh, just a little promo. We just, uh, before we recorded this podcast, we did a 30 uh, minute uh, bonus video, which you can find on our Patreon of us playing, uh, what is it called again? Be- Bean Boozled, which is a game where you, uh, uh, a box full of jelly bellies that uh, <laughs> um, aren't, aren't the best. Like, there's like barf flavor and uh, uh, moldy cheese, spoiled milk. Yeah, just some awful flavors, and it's just thirty minutes of us doing that, and it's and, and it was actually quite funny and uncut and unedited. It's uh, pretty good, and it's definitely not PG. It was my biggest regret uh, of my day so far. Yeah, our, our stomachs are churning for sure. But uh, anyways, let's talk about some video games now. That's all coming up right now. Alright, so what was the first video that came out? Uh, it was WarioWare, wasn't it, Will? Yes, WarioWare Gold, uh, featuring 300 micro games and hitting the 3DS on August 3rd. What were your thoughts? Well, I've never really been into the WarioWare games. I mean, I played the little mini games on Smash Bros, I guess, uh, as they came up uh, with that one stage. But other than that, I haven't played much of any of the WarioWare games. What about you, Cole? Um... I didn't really play much WarioWare, but I did play a lot of the other Warrior games, the ones that were similar to, like, Mario Brothers. And the Warrior game for GameCube was really good. The open world is, like, N64, but WarioWare, I, same thing. I, I played it in Smash, and that was it. Yeah. All right, so uh, what are your thoughts out of what we've seen on the trailer, I guess? Uh, does it interest you at all, Will? Well, I can tell you it's not one of the games that I'm going to be picking up this year. It's definitely nothing on my radar i'm not too big on those type of games anymore and it just looked a little too goofy cartoonish and the graphics just aren't up to snuff what we are used to now for 3ds okay um i think oh uh i think if you are a fan of the game like the amount that they've added into it like 300 games and stuff and it sticks to its traditions i think it'll be it looks like it doesn't disappoint people who are into that kind of uh WarioWare style. All right, so apparently we don't have much to say about WarioWare, so I want to move on to the next one, Will. All right, we're not going to go in order, but uh, we're going to go from bad to good. Uh, They also announced Mario & Luigi Bowser's Inside Story is being remade for the 3DS, along with uh, Bowser Jr.'s story. What are your thoughts? I thought it was a second one. It wasn't a remake. Or was I I, I looking at that wrong? It's a full-on remake. Oh... 
just a remake? Is there any added content? Mm, hard to say. Um, from what we saw, it looks like it's just uh, being remade for the 3DS. Um, it does look good. I remember playing this game. When did this come out? Uh... Oh, it was on the DS, I think, right? Yeah, but like, what, what are we talking? Like 2006, seven? Oh, it, was, it wasn't that long ago. Uh, I, I kind of remember seeing this game. Because 2006, I was in high school. Yeah, and that's when the uh, the DS came out in 2005. No, it was that, it was after that because the this Mario Luigi Saga I think or whatever came out. Yeah, we should actually use the power of the interwebs to find out this instead of looking like a bunch of fools on 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 live radio here. Well, not live radio, but radio. Live, live, live. Yeah. <laughs> what were your thoughts, uh, Cole? Uh, did you ever play the original? No. Um, I when I got a DS. I got a DS to play Super Smash. I am like, I am a Super Smash sucker so hard. Uh, so when it came to other games, I, I mean, I played like uh, Ocarina of Time and uh, Monster Hunter 3 were my big ones. But besides that, I wasn't really big into the DS. I was more of like a console. Like I always played GameCube and Wii and Wii U. I had all those. So uh, portable gaming for me. Uh, yeah. I wasn't big into the Mario Brothers. Did you play? Uh, we were talking about this uh, briefly on the last podcast with Mario Party. Who'd you, were you? Uh, were you into that game at all? Yeah. Oh yeah. I uh, I love Mario Party. My my sister and I. We she didn't play very many video games, but one that she did play was Mario Party. So that was something we actually connected over. One of the few things when we were growing up. So I'm I love me some Mario Party. Least favorite mini game for me was the one where you're you're on the flower petals and you have to stand on the one that's not going to sink into the lava. And then naturally, you're always against like Wario and Donkey Kong, the two fattest characters in the entire roster, and you can't fit anybody <laughs> else on there except one of them. So you're like, oh, okay, great. It's automatic losing. But speaking of Mario, they had another great Mario um, edition, uh, Mario Tennis Aces. Oof. Uh, it took back, it brought me back. Like, I used to love the Mario Strikers, Mario Tennis. Um, it's just fun overall. Uh, I don't know too much from the trailer. It looks like there's some new modes. Uh, definitely a lot of new abilities for the characters. Uh, <laughs> looks like it's going to give you a bit of a workout. Uh, what did you think? Yeah, like I said uh, in our commentary, I like stole the Mario Tennis from I, my cousin, and he didn't know about it. Actually, no, he knew about it. He full well knew about it and confronted me about it like a year later. He's like, you stole my Mario Tennis. I'm like... So, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the original Mario Tennis. I haven't played any of the ones preceding that, but uh, or I'm sorry, um, after that. But I this one looks like a lot of fun. But it looks kind of technical, almost more more so than the past ones. I think too that other sports games are, are like that too. You know, like I used to play NHL 2004, where you'd press the B button and you'd shoot. But now you get this stuff where you have to like flick the controller. Like it's getting more technical, and I. I I think people like that a lot more. I wasn't big into sports game, but I did love Mario Tennis, baseball, uh, strikers, like Will said. So I'm I was stoked to see uh, see this. Yeah, and the other thing I noticed in that trailer is I think they're gonna t make use of the Joy Cons. So that, like similar to Wii Tennis, where you uh, swung the Wii remote around, it's gonna be the kind of the, it looks like it'll be the same sort of thing. I didn't really look into it much, so I could be wrong. But uh, what do you guys think about that? Uh, I'm kind of excited. Uh, we haven't really seen too much uh, with the Joy-Cons for motion controls on uh, a lot of these games. It shows a lot more promise. Um, I'm really excited. I don't really know how it's going to play considering all the abilities they've shown off. There's that power shot, the slow motion shot. Um, I'm just going to list those ones because I know there's a lot more watching this game uh, trailer. It looked very technical. Uh, oh, I, I think too using the uh, emoticons. I I think the Wii was so revolutionary, and so many people were going crazy to buy it because it was something new. Like Nintendo definitely were on to something there, and it kind of died out with the Wii U. It came more to like a sitting down platform of gaming, which I think most people were more comfortable with. But I, I don't think they should have stopped that. So I'm glad they're getting back into it. And I think when VR comes into a, a thing, yeah, I think. I don't know why Nintendo doesn't jump onto VR more. Maybe they are into it, and I'm not aware, but I know, like, PlayStation is pushing for it. Um, like, the Oculus on, on PC and stuff are pushing for it. I don't know why Nintendo, with all their motion control, like, imagine slapping on some goggles and actually being on the court. That would be awesome. Well, they're going to dominate the handheld market first with the Switch, or handheld slash console market, and then and then that's probably the next thing I'd imagine. Hopefully, yeah. Um, talking about VR, 
was it not just a couple years ago? I remember Nintendo did put some new patents in for uh, VR technology. Do you guys remember uh, reading about that at all? No, I, I didn't see anything about that. What about you, Cole? Yeah, and me neither. Tell us. Um, I can't really remember too much about it, but it did look like they were using some sort of uh, VR technology. It wasn't, they didn't patent glasses. It was more of like um, Xbox's HoloLens. Well, I mean, they could do a VR add-on to the Switch. I don't know why they would, but it's possible. Nintendo probably, like, their entire headquarters is all VR. They're just laughing at us, you know? Like, it took us so long to get Monster Hunter and some of these other Capcom games. They're probably so far ahead of us, and they just won't sell us the technology yet, and we're just clueless. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to sell But that's pretty good. All right. All right, we'll go ahead. Um... Yeah, I'm really excited, though, for Mario Aces. We should probably move on to the next game, but I'm going to just tell everyone it right now that uh, Mario Tennis Aces for the Switch it will be available June 22nd. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right, moving on. Our next game we're going to talk about is Okami HD, which is being remade for the Switch. Uh, I know we talked about this a little bit with our um, live, uh, whatever we want to call it, review. Commentary. Commentary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was a huge fan of the original game. I loved it. The graphics, the the way you played the game, it was something different and very Japanese style to Japanese style that kind of ported over to our Western style. Um, I don't really know too much if they're going to add any more content. I'm really hoping they do. But even if they don't, it's definitely one of my uh, big buys this year. What did you guys think? Um, I like I said during the comment. We're just going to reference the commentary quite a bit. Uh, but I played the first one for only twenty to thirty minutes, so I didn't really dive too deep into it. But that being said, I I did enjoy the, the whatever I, the time I spent on the game, and yeah, it looked gorgeous. The art style was fantastic. But uh, you mind just shedding a little light on what the f- game was about? Basically, you played like a. Wow, we're going back here. I can't remember the story too far, uh, too much. But you were like a deity, uh, like a deity. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. Like a guardian wolf, and you just had to. Um, I can't even remember the story. Wow, going too far back. Um, you kind of just like Zelda. You had a story you had to follow, but instead of like fighting and stuff like that, you'd be able to use your um, Wiimote and draw on the screen to do your, all your abilities. Do you, do you remember that at all? You played 30 minutes. I'm sure you got into that, at least that bit. Yeah, I, I it's sort of coming back to me. Um, I, I Like I said, I didn't invest my, enough time, so I've like forgotten basically everything I knew about the game. But uh, I just remember the art style being really unique and cool. I was going to say, too, it's it's uh, beautifully drawn. You know, like, um, not too many games are like that. Like, uh the the hand-drawn Japanese art style. I think, uh, you guys remember Mad World? No, I think it was Mad World that, that it was a Wii game and it was all black and white, but very beautiful art style. So uh, that's something that drags you to the game. So I think a lot of people will be playing um, uh, this one. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, we had another kind of goofy-looking game. I'm sure this is going to remember uh, be in your thoughts, Rodney, as well. It was the sushi battle game, Sushi Striker, Way of the Sushido. Yeah, we made fun of this real bad in the commentary. We we couldn't take it seriously, really. It's like Battle of the Sushi, sushi the Sushi, 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 sushi uh, the chefs of the fish wrappings, because I can't say Sushi right now. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that that game looked kind of silly to be honest, but I, I like I, I should give it a chance before I make fun of it. But it just the, from what I saw in the in the Nintendo Direct, it just looked kind of silly. Uh, well, we're from Vancouver. I mean, uh, we're known for sushi, not good sushi, but we're known for being those like oh, we like to eat sushi, you know. So this will really uh, uh, cater to our Vancouver crowd. Well, um, speaking of uh, battle or way of this uh, sushido. Uh, basically, I thought the game kind of looked a little interesting till they showed off an anime style story. <laughs> oh yeah, they were teasing that hard. Like we looked away for a second and said something, and looked back at the screen. We're like, "What are we? Are we watching an anime? Or like, is this a new game? Or what?" The, and then it's like, "No, sushi." <laughs> so it was just totally uh, it threw us off. It, it reminds me of uh, Pokemon Stadium for N sixty four when you play the Licky Tongue game. That's what I thought too, and I when I saw that, yeah, that 
history. I I love that game though. So if this is anything like that, I will be playing hours and hours of it. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, all the mini games of Pokemon Stadium were so much fun. I don't know if this will live up to that hype though. Um, I may give it a shot. It, I I love sushi. We had sushi for dinner last night before we uh, started our live uh, commentary. What did I say? What did I say? Vancouver snobs eating their sushi. Well, I mean, you, you know, you <laughs> our sushi in our Starbucks. You, you kick a kick a soccer ball and it lands on the front doorsteps of a Starbucks or of a sushi place. So That's what we get for being right next to Seattle. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, so the game it will does not have a release yet. So I don't know if I'll be playing it anytime soon. I'll probably forget about it if Nintendo has any big, uh, more big announcements this year, which I hope they do. Let's uh, completely forget of uh, the way of the Shushido. Ah, I finally said, <laughs> said it right. But um, moving on, uh, another game, a huge one. I know this shocked uh, you, uh, you, Rodney, and Mark was kind of blown away. Crash Bandicoot is now going multi-platform switch xbox pc like what universe are we in when i was a kid i played uh uh crash bandicoot wrath of cortex and that like i love that game it's such a, a different unique crazy style but uh i can only play it on on gamecube so i think it's cool that you can kind of go back and try this because i mean growing up as a kid you know this some kids played this some kids played this some kids played this but that was such a an iconic game that now you can everybody can try not just the people who cater towards each thing so i think that's really cool you know last time you were on the podcast i we were um you said that nobody had a game boy in your school and i was like i'm the opposite i, I kind of gonna say the same thing as uh it's kind of it was kind of the opposite where i grew up because everybody was like like the one cool kid was like i have a nintendo and everyone's like well then i'm getting a nintendo so like everyone got a nintendo but yeah no i played bash bash bandaboot uh i played I, I played crash bandicoot uh a couple times i've maybe played halfway through the first game because i didn't own a ps but i really enjoyed it and i really appreciate the series so i'm really excited that it's coming to the nintendo switch yeah i'm super excited that we're going back uh to um crash bandicoot it's definitely going to be a game that i'm going to pick up for uh, the switch this year and because it's uh portable it's something uh that i'll be able to take with work uh to work cole what are your thoughts on crash bandicoot coming to the switch are you i really want to get a switch because i love the the portable fact and uh when i i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna get one i'll tell you why later on in this list but when i do get my switch i will most likely be picking up crash bandicoot and playing it all right and let's discuss no more heroes travis strikes again sorry what one was that again <laughs> exactly all right so uh is that nope. the, is that was that the aardvark one definitely no that was another <laughs> one that one's gonna come up on the list in a second okay, okay. Here. um no more heroes is a game that was developed for the wii i am, can't remember i think it's suda 51 suda 54 one of the two it's kind of a um a cartoonish cell shaded game it's super fun to play but this new version, Travis Strikes Again, is definitely not something I'm used to. Looks like a very low-grade version of the original game. I know all about No More Heroes. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it's the one where you'd, you'd have to take a dump to save. Your guys had to sit down on the toilet, and he would like... That was your saving screen, is you have to find a toilet and take a crap in order to save. <laughs> really? Yeah. It because it, it, um, Nintendo was kind of like you know the childish like your your kid plays Nintendo where your your teenager plays Xbox. So Nintendo's like we can have cool uh, uh, games too. That's why they had like Mad World, which was really bloody and and ch you chainsaw people up into bits. And No More Heroes was like um, it was like Saints Row for uh, I, I don't play enough Saints Row. I hope that's a good comparison. But you know you like you're like an edgy guy who goes around and beats people up with a, a, a light stick and take dumps to save yeah nah. <laughs> if i remember correctly travis uh was a bounty like a bounty hunter and uh basically all his hijinks were with very voluptuous curvy women or just very ugly gangster looking dudes all right <laughs> they didn't show a release date for that but now moving on to another game we're going to talk about this aardvark game i'm trying to remember the name uh let's see here uh it is 
we ragged we ragged on this game a lot in our commentary it looks so bad oh here it is dylan's dead hate breakers coming to the 3ds when you guys were saying aardvark game i was trying to figure out what the heck you were talking about but now, now i know i did watch the the uh trailer for that and the funny thing is the only the only thing i know that from is super smash brothers uh for the wii u is you can get the trophies i'm i'm a uh collectionist like I, I love to collect things so i remember having a bunch of trophies from that game and having no idea what it is so the first time i saw the trailer i was like oh that's that's where it's from i've seen this before so i wasn't hating on it as much as you guys because i had a little bit of recognition i see i thought of like i'm sure this is before your time cole but elf the like the old tv show from the 90s you got you remember that oh, Al elf yeah yeah where you eat cats oh that's what you're thinking of just him rolling around and <laughs> that's funny <laughs> So, Cole, are you telling us that uh, Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers is not the first game in the series and there is something beforehand? I, I don't know. I know Nintendo's really good at, like, teasing and showing stuff, like, in their other games, you know? So they, they could have teased this. Well, we got the internet. I, I can definitely look it up. But they did have trophies for it in Super Smash Bros. Uh, 4. So uh, I'll see if there was a game before, but I've definitely seen hints of this in other places. Uh, here, I'm looking at it right now. Dead Heat Breakers will be another game in the Dylan series, a series that I have never even heard of. There you go. See? See? I told you. I'm excited to tell my kids that I'm older than, than the internet just to they explode their little minds because this is some amazing stuff. Like, we had to wait for, like, Nintendo Power to come out in 1995. Like, <laughs> so many new things. Or you're getting dial-up. <laughs> um, I don't really have anything else to say about Dylan and Dylan's dead heat breakers. What about you guys? Yeah, he's a he's an aardvark and I don't know. He has a weird scar on his face that you said looks like Luffy from One Piece. And I'm like, yeah, so we, we, we we're not look, I mean, what we should play this game and just get a review on, under our belt. But who knows? Um, I I hope it doesn't do so well that they add him as a character into super smash because there's so many characters i already want to go in what if they did and then he's just the biggest troll ever like he was like the new rob or the new sonic because <laughs> <laughs> from the trailer he just rolls around and smashes into thing which is just what sonic does yeah i i like to tell myself that i'm good with sonic but that's probably why i'm good with sonic because he just rolls he just push b and he's auto <laughs> sonic's not everything. cheap he's just fast sonic's not cheap he's just fast <laughs> Good. I'm glad you you got that reference. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, I can't remember what that. It's from it uh, Newgrounds, right? Yeah, Newgrounds. Yeah. Nintendo, I think it was. Oh. Nintendo. Yeah, that was a fun little thing. All right. Uh, speaking of Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers, and uh, there will be a demo available on the eShop on May 10th, and the full game will be available May 24th. I will say I'll give the demo a shot. That's all I will say. <laughs> all right. Next on the list is hopefully something good, right, Will? Mark's favorite game, South Park, The Fractured Butthole. Butthole. Is it his favorite game because he is fractured butthole? <laughs> <laughs> um, I like how Mark's not here to defend himself. I ain't stepping to the plate for him. But, uh, yeah, step yeah. In. I, I don't like making fun of people when they're not around. I, I want to see the look on their face. See, but he's going to be listening to this, so he it's like he's here. But he'll be defending himself in his own car. So That's he, true. Or he'll be defending on the next podcast that he's in and I'm not. Yeah, he, he, he'll uh, have free reigns. Yeah, yeah. You guys will be leaving bombs for each other in each podcast you do. Yeah, right, because yeah. he'll never be around when I am. Yeah, anyways. Um, yeah, South Park, like I said, uh, during the commentary, it just didn't really interest me too much. Um, it's just not my... S I mean, I like South Park, but I don't want to devote my entire like day to playing a South Park game and, and being exposed to the content of fart jokes etc etc i did get a chance to play uh, south park the stick of truth and i really enjoyed the game i didn't get around to fractured uh butthole because there are so many games last year and not enough time yeah i agree and then even this year even is just like piling up fast we need to quit our day jobs we need to we need to we need to figure out a game plan here so we can play video games for the rest of our life and get paid for it yeah, let's get uh, let's get Kardashian rich doing YouTube. You making that YouTube money? That's a that's a joke from my, uh, my other podcast. We talk about getting Kardashian rich off of YouTube. Easy money, easy money. Have you seen that video? Uh, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> making oh. easy money for days. 
No, like it's the um, I'm talking about the one where Gandorf. they replaced the. It was a Smash Bros. tournament. Yeah, the Gandorf. Yeah, yeah, the Gandorf. Okay, good. The easy money kick. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, buddy, making easy money for days. <laughs> no, I'm actually really bad. I I love playing as Ganon, but I cannot hit easy money no matter how hard I try. Yeah. All right. Moving on, Will. What do we got next? All right, and we have a big one. Uh, we have the remake, I think. Yeah, remake of Luigi's Mansion. I was gonna do. I was gonna sing the theme, but I could. Run, we could run into some. Uh, I was waiting for like some like creepy music or something. Uh, let's let's see what I let's see what I got here. Okay, this <laughs> epic. This that. epic man. If Luigi walked up to the to this theme here. This is too epic for Luigi's Mansion. No way. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyways, yeah, Luigi's Mansion. I really like the original. I mean, it's a remake, so it's good. Uh, I like the second one, even Dark Moon, for 3DS. Like, that game was a lot of fun. The online was a lot of fun as well. I, I'm just looking forward to playing some more Luigi's Mansion, and, and yeah. Luigi's Mansion is one of the best games I played for GameCube. Uh, I, fantastic. I loved luigi's mansion so uh when i saw this i was like yes because i i never played dark moon uh but i would i would play the original everywhere would you give uh, dark moon a chance or yeah oh yeah definitely um i'm i think i'm pretty picky with my time invested in a video game like i'll find something that i really like and i'll kind of spend a long time doing that that's why i get trapped i i don't like getting too many things because i don't have a lot of time to play like 30 games so i kind of pick one and i make my big decision and i play through it so dark moon didn't hit my hit my uh radar yeah you gotta teach will and i because we just take on all the games and don't finish any of them i i that that drives me crazy like i'm 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 a story we were working film i i the reason i work in film is because i wanted to make my own film and tell my own story so i get like if somebody's gonna tell me a story, I want to invest in the time. That sounds so friggin' like I'm gonna invest the time of your story, but it's it's true. So if I if I play a story, I like to play through the whole the whole thing. Uh yeah, like Cole said, all three of us work in film, so basically, film life, no life. Yeah, just to give you a little perspective, I'm both of their bosses, so. Hey. But uh, <laughs> hey, he's turning my mic down here. <laughs> yeah, he's my boss right now. But we usually we're on par and different. We work in different job positions. Yeah. Any, anyways, uh, I will work a hundred hour week. So uh, any games that come out on the Switch are money because I'll just get all all the my employees to do what I need them to do, and then I'll just sit in my car and play Switch. It's great. It's it's funny because when uh, Rodney says he works a hundred hour weeks, people will over exaggerate that. He's he's not he's not joking. He we actually work a hundred hour weeks. There's no sarcasm or no like pumping up numbers. That's oh, yeah. a real number. start. Start work at four a.m. Get off at. Uh, at usually midnight midnight or 12 30 and then i have to be back at work for like five so yeah i get like no sleep no yeah like my girlfriend almost broke up with me because no uh no <laughs> no but i'm actually being serious like it's like film is not all it's glammed up to be no but it's not all like physical labor we're not we're not building houses and pouring concrete there is a lot of like downtime but you have to be at work the whole time 100 percent or not yeah anyways back into video games talking about our crappy lives like it's a, a counseling session or something counsel but, uh, me rodney <laughs> uh well what is next on the list here all right uh you said you played the first one i played the second we are going to talk about splatoon 2 splatoon i like how oh, okay the one thing i'm going to turn your mics down the one thing <laughs> that i didn't like about that trailer is they completely sexified a squid woman like what are we doing here like did you didn't see did you see it Cole the 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 direct yes I did I I just watched the the Splatoon bit of the direct I I was catching bits and pieces I was supposed to watch it with you guys but my my wife and I we had a date that night that we watched it so I missed it so I'm I'm catching up with a few things so I just did finish watching the Splatoon one uh yeah it was very awkward to watch uh, an octopus style uh, cartoonish woman do a runway walk I like how they were like trying they're trying to appeal for kids and then they like bring this out and it's like what are you doing Nintendo like stop <laughs> I it's it's funny what what takes off in uh, in Nintendo they kind of have obscure things like the, the popular thing for Nintendo are like Italian plumbers and uh, and monkeys and stuff you know so I think um, Splatoon is kind of a funny thing to to take off they gotta they gotta 
try to appeal to everybody and keep on making games. Does, does that make sense, you know? Yeah, I guess. They just got to keep, like, the anime directors with all the fan service, like, away from anything directed for, <laughs> for like, stuff inside games. Mm. Uh, the one thing I took away from that runway walk, though, is when she was in the subway, did you see that old guy that, like, his eyes popped? Squidward, basically. <laughs> Squidward. Hello, Squidward. So yeah. Crusty Krabs. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, Splatoon 2. Like, I, I played the first one, like you said. I had fun with it, but it just didn't offer enough for me in terms of uh, game modes and maps and all that kind of stuff. I heard it got better because I, I bought it at launch and then played it for like maybe a couple weeks. But, and then I stopped, but I heard it got better after that. The single player was kind of dull, in my opinion. But And yeah, so I might pick up the second one and just check it out and see if they've improved on all those things. The second one was improved quite a bit. Uh, they did add a few mo or more multiplayer modes, uh, from what I know. I didn't play the first one, so I can't compare it too much. Uh, from what they've showed in the trailer, we have lots of new uh, customizationable uh, gear, items... Uh, the story mode definitely doesn't have me excited. That Octo Woman just can die. <laughs> I, and, and then used for calamari. I love me some calamari. Um, I think too, like seeing this game, I, I played like when you go through the mall and you see like a Nintendo section set up, like in our mall, we have like a Nintendo section. I went and played at the Nintendo section. I mean, it was fun, but I think I would rather play like Halo or Gears of War or something like that. You know, like that. I, I'd rather play if I'm gonna play a shooter. I'd rather play something on the lines of that. And um, uh, I have I have a grudge, not even a grudge. I have a, a complaint with all these like new 150,000 customizable items in in shooter games like this. Like I, I played a lot of the Call of Duty World War II. And when you first start, it's pretty regular. Like, I picked it up, like, on day one, and I was playing. And everybody, there was, like, the Americans and the, the the Germans or whoever you're playing against. And everybody looked the same, but you can unlock all these customizable items. And then I couldn't tell who was on my team anymore because the guy who kept killing me was dressed exactly the same as this guy on my team. So either I would see him and be like, that's the guy on my team and get shot, or... I, the other way around, or I play hardcore, so I'd shoot my own teammate in the back because I was so paranoid of getting killed again. So, the, like, all these customizable options, I wanted to keep away where you can tell who's on your team and who's not because that really frustrated me. Well, in Splatoon, obviously, that's really easy because you just, whoever sprays the same color ink as you, I right? Did, yeah, that's right, that's right. But it, uh, I, I jumped the gun because I was like, oh, I see all these 100% customizable objects or uh, outfits, but I gave my blood boils for... For some of that and i see they added a new rank so you can be was it uh, uh, sorry what was it that was x, x rank okay x. rank x so x-rated um sorry what um x-rated i think you know what now that i say that out loud maybe they they added that in and then added that runway scene and it was totally misinterpreted uh so you know anyways okay moving on from splatoon um are you actually will are you excited for for uh the new, the new Splatoon news, I guess. Uh, this is a tough one. I was excited uh, for the story mode, but after watching the trailer, I, I've i got mixed feelings. I, they're going to have to show me something if they want me to purchase that DLC. All right. Uh, when's that come out, by the way? Ooh, um, that... Oh. Late April. It was saying it came out late April. Late April. Okay, cool. And the next game we're going to talk about, you guys are going to have to look at me for a second. Praise the sun. Dark Souls is now hitting the Switch. What are your guys' thoughts? Um, I love Dark Souls. I think it's a great series. Um, it's one of those games for me. I, I played uh, Dark Souls 2 all the way through beginning to end, but it's one I can only do once. Like I have friends of mine who've played it like six, seven, eight times. Like it's, they, they can't get enough of it. And I had a great time, but... I, I played it for Xbox 360, and uh, it's super cool that it's coming out for Switch, but I don't think I would play it again, because the whole time I played, I had to have a walkthrough open, because I knew I was this was going to take me forever. And like I said about time, I was just like, I want to play through this quick and easy, and I did, and I loved it, but I probably won't pick it up for Switch. Yeah, same with me. I... I... 
probably lost at least five years of my life off my lifespan playing Dark Souls, just getting angry and developing blood clots and about to stroke, basically. I've only done this once, and I literally threw my controller at the wall, shattering it and damaging the wall in one go, and that was playing Dark Souls, so I'm going to save my, uh, my Switch. Yeah, I agree. All right, Dark Souls coming to the Switch. That's super exciting. May 25th. I really like the way the amiibo looks, though. The uh, it, it, That's hilarious. It's really good. Yeah, totally. Praise the sun. Praise the sun. Salute the sun. All right. All right, and moving on. We now have Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Treasure Tracker. I thought it was Treasure Hunter. Going to save myself a little bit there. Um, I played a little bit of the Captain Toad for Wii U, and it's totally a different type of game than what you would be used to for any anything coming out of the Mario franchise. But I, th I thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, eh? Yeah, I did too. Um, the only thing I found, like you said, very different. It was very slower than what you're used to from uh, uh, Mario. I think it was just the way Toad kind of moved around the screen. Um, Cole, did you ever get a chance to play it? Yes, I am a huge fan. I love this uh, 3D puzzle solving, especially like the, the world they put it in. I think it's a blast of a game and i'm i'm super stoked that there's another one coming out because that's uh it's a lot of fun i like how i put I, I i said a i didn't realize it um we don't say a after everything but uh no that, I, I just totally caught myself there you canadian back bacon poutine eating french speaking i'll eat my smarties and not the kind that you u.s viewers think we yeah rockets don't they call them rockets no they call them smarties what do What's rockets? What do they call rockets in the states? I have no idea. I'm not not a clue. There's because we have. But the Smarties want the Smarties they have are like really thick. I thought they were called rockets. Well, they are rockets, but they're like really really thick. Thick thick Smarties are rockets. Yeah. Um, you know what? Anybody I talk to from down south that like tell them what poutine is, they like they are utterly disgusted. Like they're like, how do you how do you do this? nastiness the the reason i missed the direct is because my wife and i we went to a comedy show and it's uh, three australian guys and they were talking about eating poutine and i most co comedians like target poutine eaters in in canada but they was so the way they did it was hilarious i don't want to re-say their jokes and stuff but i love poutine i am like all the canadian stereotypes like i i literally put maple syrup on everything <laughs> i'm like i'm not joking <laughs> sweet and salty is my thing i'll have like a maple syrup anything like pulled pork pancakes you ever put pulled pork on pancakes so good put some syrup on that i'm not an elf in our case here uh <laughs> hey man i'm a i'm a maple maple eating leaf waving uh, I, guy someone gave me uh maple syrup as a as a like a christmas gift i guess and i'm like all right thanks and they're like the queen herself bless the syrup and I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay then uh my my wife she's from germany she's like uh, she's german and so when we went to visit her parents i i brought them a thing of maple syrup so they were like eating it and they were like mm, yum yum so good you know like i think they actually they they are actually enjoying it but the way that they were like you know they think like oh this stuff is like they love it over there we gotta act like we really like mm, good maple syrup this is that was pretty funny all right a little off topic but i mean i like shedding a little light on the stuff we do oh, uh, oh all about. but we did all about uh get, go to my house and around about in my and, yeah um i guess we didn't really describe what poutine is so for those viewers who do not know what poutine is we're in 2018 how does nobody know what poutine is yet? hey apparently it, like people in seattle don't know what poutine is that's ridiculous yeah anyways um you get a uh thing of fries and you put gravy on it and then cheese custards well you put the cheese custards on top first I, not custards curds or curds sorry custard is like yeah, yeah, creamy yeah. stuff but like it's it's cheese cut up into a square as, as i've it. said pre in previous podcasts i didn't pass english class no i i did i'm just making a joke anyways um so yeah you put the cheese curds yeah on top and then the the gravy uh, over top of that and it melts the cheese and then the cheese and gravy and and fries like all like me, like meld together and oh and so good. if if you are into that um montreal that there's a, a style of poutine called montreal steak poutine and it's like a, a peppercorny kind of spicy steak that they put on top of it and that's like that's the best stuff you'll ever have that takes I, the cake I, I want some right now i might go yeah. get some belgian fries 
Sponsors. That's one of our sponsors tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Belgian price. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the main thing, I think, uh, to talk about. Oh, oh, oh. We still have a couple more. Oh, couple we, more. St- we still have a couple more. I know. Okay. I want to get to the main thing. All right. I know what it is. Here we go. Uh, Hyrule Warriors coming to the Switch. Hyrule Warriors. I played the one that came out for the the first one that came out for the Wii U, and I thought it was going to be a huge game, and I like pre-ordered it thinking there'd be like no copies left, and then I pick, go to pick up my pre-order, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, you're the only one. I was like, oh, oh okay, <laughs> is it going to be bad? They're like, oh no, I'm sure it'll be fine. I had a lot of fun playing it, and I pretty much put like 60 hours in, in the first weekend, so. Uh, I didn't actually see that in the direct that there was coming, it's coming to Switch? Yeah, just a remastered version though, so it'll be mm. the first one as well. Okay, cool. I um, I haven't played too much, but I mean, it's it's based off of the game um, oh, Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty Warriors, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's a cool kind of style. I like the big, it's almost like For Honor too. You know, For Honor takes that style where you're like this big hero and you fight your way through the battle. I'm a I'm a big sucker for big battle games, so. Uh, I think it's cool. I should I should play it a lot more. Maybe I'll I'll pick it up for Switch and give it a shot. Yeah, I remember they had uh, the, the, on the 3DS one. They had uh, some character exclusives, if I if I recall, and they had like Tetra and and all those kind of types. But yeah, the game the game's a lot of fun, and uh, uh, yeah, I put a lot of hours into it. It just felt really satisfying slaying like like hordes of enemies like effortlessly. Yeah, I did get a chance to play it. I did not kill it in one weekend, I can tell you that much. Uh, I I guess I still had a life back then. (laughs) And my weekends uh, consisted of friends and hanging out, which now it is just rest. Not anymore, Will. Yeah, he's telling the truth. Nintendo has your life and your soul. (laughs) All right, moving on to our second last title. This one kind of gave me the creeps and is definitely not something I'm going to play before bed. Little Nightmares. Oh, buddy, that was that that was that was scary. Zombie U was actually kind of scary. I was talking about this with you the other day, uh, on off the air. But yeah, Zombie U was super scary. Playing that game in the dark, like I I was like twenty three at the time, and I'm like still like. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this this little nightmares game like makes Zombie U looks like child's play. It's the game with the girl in the the little raincoat, right? This this is out for Steam, I think, because I saw a trailer for this a long time ago. I I'll go onto YouTube and just watch tons and tons of trailers, like whatever trailer is out for anything, games, movies, whatever. I'll just watch it, and I feel like I saw a trailer for this a long time ago. Yes, it is been out. It's on uh, PC, it's on PS4, and I'm pretty sure it came out on Xbox as well. It's now making the jump to Switch, so it's not a new game. But on a handheld, this looks like a game you could bring with you anywhere and uh, play in a very creepy uh, <laughs> location and uh, cry yourself to sleep at night. Will and I were, were or all three of us were working on the same show right now, and Will and I are working at a, an insane asylum. That's where it, 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 we're not shooting an insane asylum, but we are filming in one. Yeah, it's uh, it closed in like 1986, so like no one's actually in there. We don't just open the door We're like, hey, yeah, you're on camera, but yeah, yeah, it's it's like a closed on a Santa's home. So if uh, if that's you, if you're working anywhere that's kind of creepy, pick it up, and then you can add to the atmosphere. I definitely won't be playing this at the insane asylum. I can tell you that much. The final floor or the fourth floor already gives me the creeps. Yeah, I would never go up there by myself. We should uh, we should stay overnight one night. We should do like a um what's it called uh, like a ghost hunters thing yeah, yeah we'll be ghost chasers we'll record a live podcast from the fourth floor they actually did that i can't remember which show it was but there was a show that filmed uh ghost hunters or whatever it is at the asylum that we're shooting at they stayed overnight and they filmed some stuff and they have filmed a few horror type movies there but i don't i think all those ghost hunter stuff are hoax i don't i don't buy any of that well, even even so, this game is is real enough. So I, <laughs> yeah, this that'll scare me more than actually staying at the the insane asylum. I think it's yeah, just the fear is is all that takes over you in, in that insane asylum. And it's fun because it's it's kind of cartoony too. It's it's cool how it brings out that creepiness with the cartooniness at the same time. Yeah, and you know what? You're it's a. F- third person perspective and just the fact that all this stuff's happening around your character is just creepy enough even though if your character doesn't even see what's going on you're like oh you still get a full uh full view yeah 
you know what also creeped me out about the trailer and um I, I i don't think it was on in the other ones but uh that pac-man mask you can get if you use the amiibo that you see at the end with the girl wearing like the pac-man face i think that would scare me more than anything i didn't see that oh yeah it was a super super creepy pac-man mask it was like it, it like take pac-man and just like t- like tear his entire skin off and then you put it on his head like that's what it looked like it was super creepy all right I'll, i'm gonna google it all right, we're googling it. Okay, Google Pac-Man mask. Um, okay. So, so uh, I probably activated everybody's phone who has a who has a Samsung. Phone. You, you activated mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, um, Will, let's move on to our final topic. All right, and this was the biggest one of them all. Uh, no one expected it. I definitely didn't. Cole didn't. Rodney didn't. I watched it. I we decided we were all going to watch the live uh it live. That kind of didn't pan out. I was at that asylum, super bored. I ended up watching it live while at work. So I already knew what happened. And I texted Rodney and I said, "Stay off the internet. Stay off all net." No, he didn't listen to me. Well, I mean, you know, we don't have newspapers in the bathrooms anymore. What else are you supposed to do? <laughs> that is true. But ladies and gentlemen, Super Smash Bros. for the Switch. Yeah, that's uh, super exciting. I did not expect it at all. It completely blew my mind. Uh, I I was expecting it because it, it was going to happen. But uh, the, I think the way they, they did the trailer and they released it was huge big old tease those teases over at, at nintendo uh i'm glad the way that it released it and uh i'm i'm so excited that it's finally happening because if there's one thing i i want from super smash brothers is more super smash brothers just give me more i can't i can't stop well like i said in the commentary yesterday it's surprising that they're going to release it this year because it, it doesn't feel like that long ago for Smash Bros. Wii U that it came out in like 2016 or something, didn't it? 14 came out four years ago. Really? 2014. Oh yeah. I think what's um, making it shorter for you is they had it for the um, the Wii U, then the uh, 3DS. So I don't know about you, but I've kept playing it on the 3DS. Uh, it came over the 3ds first. They were kind of like teasing. That's why I got the 3ds. That's when I said I I I, I picked up the 3ds for a reason. It was so I could play Smash Bros. everywhere that I went, and uh, I did. And I I stopped playing it on 3ds. I, I I still do play it on the 3ds, but I played it on console. I actually just picked it up and started playing again. Not picked it up, but I started playing again for 3ds recently. Because we're working at the asylum, and I'm I'm just getting a nostalgia kick. I, I'm I'm hungry for more. I can't believe it came out in 2014. That's blowing my mind. I feel I feel like it was like last year it came out. So, but this yeah, they showed just the teaser, like you said. I think they're saving more stuff for E3, which would make way more sense. But uh, it, I don't know how far they are in development. I have this. I'm just completely <laughs> utterly shocked. I'm sure the game's been in development for a while. The thing that I said, I wasn't expecting it. We, Like Cole said, we all knew it was coming, but it's not something you think Nintendo would show off in a Nintendo Direct. This is a big game, one of their biggest. It's usually an E3 um, exclusive. Um, I think they're just throwing around their Nintendo Wii Wii uh, into Sony and Microsoft stuff just to intimidate them a little bit and get, get people to come back over. You look at the uh, the Switch sales, and they killed the PlayStation and Xbox sales, you know? And this is just another thing they have, because, I mean, Smash has such a massive community, and uh, I don't know how long we're going to stay on this topic, but I could, I could talk about Smash for so, so long. And the reason why I love it, like, I don't know, some people might be listening, and they're like, why is there such, like, a big hype on Smash, you know, like and we can get into that but if you love it it's it's gonna draw like will said or bringing people back from the other side the xbox playstation side well like i said in the commentary i think that before people even went to xbox or playstation they played smash bros on the 64 and like that was just like super freaking awesome um but i think maybe we can do uh, a podcast just on smash brothers like that can even be the next podcast uh if you're if you're down cool baby i would i would talk about some smash i mean uh i'm uh 
I'm a huge fan. It's been a massive part of my my life and my all my friends groups and stuff. Huge into Smash, so uh, we've we've dived deep into it in the deep corners of Smash Bros. So yeah, I'd love to talk about it. All right, so just wrapping things up here, uh, Will. You got anything left to say before we sign off? No, not really. I'm just super excited. Um, I'm sure we're gonna get some more news. GDC is coming up. We have E3 in June. So stay tuned to our Facebook, everything. We're going to try to be a little more up uh, up front and right on top of all the topics uh, going into this new uh, exclusive for all the games. All right, thanks a lot for uh, listening to the VGN podcast. Let us know your thoughts on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our YouTube page. Uh, our YouTube page has a few more things than on our website. Uh, currently, where our website is getting revamped, because if you have visited our website, it looks like a kid on eating smarties from 1995 made it uh, which was me so uh so yeah so uh new guys making our website is going to look super sweet and then he's also getting the shop up and running so we should have the shop fairly soon go ahead hey don't forget our new uh really badass logo check that out on our facebook page yeah let us know if it looks cute or if we should make any changes and yeah we just want to hear uh your guys feedback uh, uh everywhere basically so check us out let us know how we're doing and we're going to sign off for now, so uh, I think uh, we'll say goodbye for now. We'll see you all in the next one. Bye, everybody. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.